Hallelujah. I want you to open your Bibles to 2 Samuel chapter 23 and the 11th and the 12th verse. I will read for you. It says, After him was Shama, son of Egi, the Harite. The Harite. I don't know whether you can pronounce it properly. Hararite. The Hararite. That's right. The Philistines had assembled in formation where there was a field full of lentils. The troops fled from the Philistines. But Shama took his stand. Everybody says Shama took his stand. In the middle of the field. Defended it. Everybody said defended it. Struck down the Philistines. So the Lord brought about a great victory. Everybody say great victory. Amen. Hallelujah. Today. I'm going to teach you spiritual warfare. Amen. Hallelujah. And I want to title this word, Defending Your Portion. Amen. And once you understand how to fight certain battles and to how to enforce certain victories, you will see great victories manifesting in your life. Amen. How many of you believe that? Say Amen. Amen. 2 Samuel chapter 3 and the 11th and the 12th verse says, the word speaks about a man called Shama. Other day I was ministering uh, uh, online uh, uh, to... To, to our church in Kotem and, and, and around the world and through our uh, Zoom daily network. And I was the same day that we celebrated my dad's and mom's 53rd wedding anniversary. So I was saying that I come from a place where I've seen battles fought from 1984. Ever since I was four years old, ever since I have four years of age, I've seen my parents, hallelujah, engaging in battles and fighting one battle after another. Hallelujah. Praise God. Some battles they won, some battles they lost, some battles they survived. Hallelujah. Some battles they overcame. But the thing is, hallelujah, after 53 years of their married life, they're still strong, Amen. serving the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Because they are soldiers for Jesus Christ. And I said, I have the same genes. Hallelujah. I've seen them fighting their battles. Hallelujah. So many years. Hallelujah. And have the same genes. And then, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Years later, hallelujah. Praise God. I've seen my pastor fighting battles. Hallelujah. Certain different kind of battles. Hallelujah. So taking certain different kind of territories. Hallelujah. Praise God. Standing tall. Hallelujah. From his, hallelujah. Battling Amen. like hallelujah. From a young age, standing tall. Hallelujah. Praise God. And that's what attracted me. Hallelujah. To serve the Lord. Hallelujah. And hallelujah. So battles are not something alien for me. Hallelujah. I've seen the battles. I've fought seeing them fighting the battles. I have fought certain battles and some battles for myself and still fighting certain battles. And I want to tell you, we are soldiers of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. There's a soldier DNA that is inside in this church. Hallelujah. We stand strong and we stand tall till we see the great victory of the Lord manifested in our lives. Till we have the revelation and the manifestation hallelujah of God's victory hallelujah let me tell you if you have a revelation wait her get ready for the manifestation I want this to hallelujah go deep inside of your heart and I want you to move like a soldier hallelujah walking hallelujah marching forward and taking what belongs to you hallelujah oh lift your hands and say devil there are things that belongs to me i'm going to take it hallelujah in the name of jesus christ of nazareth hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord may the fire of god be stirred up hallelujah in the inside of you amen the bible here says he defended his portion what is your portion number one hallelujah destiny is your portion 
in malayalam i like that word destiny devam kalpicha jeevitham a life that is preordained by god oh hallelujah that's destiny devam kalpicha jeevitham destiny a life that is preordained by god and that is the kind of life that we want to move through that's our portion we don't want to live a life that is ordained by men ordained by people ordained by your whims and your fantasies ordained by your flesh and ordained by your pleasures hallelujah praise god we want to live a life that is ordained by the lord james 4 says certain blessings that does not manifest in your life you ask but is in manifest because you live for your own pleasures we don't want to live for your own pleasure we want to live a life that is ordained by god that's what jesus lived he always said hallelujah not my will but yours be done he taught us the father's uh, the great prayer he says hallelujah let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven he speaks about a god ordained life destiny how many of you want to say i have a destiny a preordained hallelujah plan by god the plans he has prepared that's what he says the plans that are prepared for you is plans to prosper in that destiny in that preordained plan you prosper it's for your thought bible says you prosper for a hope and a future there is hope there there is future there hallelujah that is our future hallelujah praise the lord that is our spiritual inheritance our calling includes in that hallelujah is a high calling it's not a low calling the bible calls it a heaven heavenward calling it's a high calling a heavenly calling hallelujah it's sent and given to us from heaven nobody can take it nobody can snatch from it the devil has a plan also the devil's plans is to term us as useless if you don't move in your destiny the devil will call us a useless hallelujah we want faithfulness and we want fruitfulness otherwise it's foolishness somebody said faithfulness and fruitfulness if they don't go together it's foolishness praise god some of you have been faithful but it's time to be fruitful hallelujah we that's what destiny is all, all about faithful and fruitful at the same time that's the kind of destiny that i'm speaking to you about this morning hallelujah so don't hallelujah complain and say i don't have a calling don't agree with the devil and say i'm a useless you are not hallelujah lift your hands and say i'm not a useless i'm a useful child of the living god served hallelujah praise the lord hallelujah serving in the vineyard of god hallelujah walking in the preordained life of jesus amen hallelujah praise god one of our my vision hallelujah for the people that come is to release them into their destiny praise god i want them each one to walk how many of you are happy some of you have been ministering as a family look at the destiny god is giving a glimpse of able to hallelujah how many of you thought a lockdown will bring hallelujah families together ministering for the glory of jesus christ that is only a picture of what is to come come on take that picture make it into a selfie that is a picture of what is about to come hallelujah there is a dna there is a destiny inside of you to take hold of the families to reach out to family to family family to family hallelujah and take families hallelujah together in the kingdom of god we are not going to take it by one we're going to take it by two we're going to take it by a family hallelujah lamb was for the house come on somebody hallelujah we're going to take it for hallelujah uh, families for the glory of god hallelujah that's our portion that's a destiny what is our portion number 2 our gifts and our talents the devil tried to hinder us from exercising our gifts 
How many of you believe? Hallelujah. A lockdown happened and our gifts came out. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Because anything that happens to the world will turn out for the good for God's people. Hallelujah. Because God is always for you and he's never against you. So everything that is even look like it is against everyone or people and everything that looks like it's against you through the eyes of the people, but through the eyes of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's totally, 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 totally a mistake. Through the eyes of the Lord, everything happens for good. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Through the eyes of God. Hallelujah. It's a completely different picture. Hallelujah. That's what the picture Joshua and Caleb had. Hallelujah. They exercised their gift. When everybody thought the adversity and the giants and, the, and everything that was against them, they saw it through a different eyes. They saw it through a different spirit. Caleb had a different spirit, the Bible says. So, gifts and talents need to be exercised. Let this be your portion. May your gifts and talents be exercised in the name of Jesus. Number three, opportunities. Malayalatilu says in Avasarangal, opportunities, opportunity to witness for him. That's our portion. We need to learn to defend it. Some of us have opportunities in our jobs, in our neighborhood. When somebody came to us to asking about the Lord, amazing. I was so touched the other day when a girl called me from New Zealand, it was a Pakistani girl. Because another girl who I know chose to minister to her. Hallelujah. Isn't it amazing that that Pakistani Muslim girl, a very precious girl, watched the service last week? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on somebody. Hallelujah. God will connect you. Hallelujah. If you are willing, if you know that, hallelujah, witnessing for him is a portion, it's an opportunity. Hallelujah. Come on. We need to take it. Hallelujah. Don't say I'm not ready. Hallelujah. That's a lie of the enemy. The devil is a liar. He's been liar from the beginning. May not be, hallelujah, may not li his lies be your portion. May the truth set you free. May the truth be your portion. There are opportunities God is about Hallelujah. He's opening right now through this word. Hallelujah. Once the lockdown is over, hallelujah, you see opportunities opening up. Even while the lockdown is happening, I told certain people to make a WhatsApp group of their families and friends. Take this encouraging word. Start releasing into their lives. Start releasing into their lives. Hallelujah. Don't look whether they like it or not. That's not our agenda. Our agenda, hallelujah, is that our life time is short and we need to reach the maximum. Hallelujah. Everybody say maximum for Jesus Christ. Maximum for Jesus Christ. Oh, that's that's one liner for this week. Maximum for Jesus Christ. Come on. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Number four, our achievements, our successes. Our achievements, our successes is our portion. We should never allow people to be little. Hallelujah. Or despise. Or ourselves to despise the victories that God has given us. Don't, hallelujah, allow a muscle memory to die. It is so important. Hallelujah. Half of our victory, the faith for half of our victory lies, hallelujah, in our remembrance of the previous battle. And how God gave us victory. Come on somebody. Hallelujah. Praise God. Half of our victory lies in that. Amen. The, God who delivered me will deliver you. God who delivered me. Come on somebody. Somebody say, the God who delivered me last time 
will deliver me this time. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Amen. And that will propel you to believe for future victories. We will continue. Paul said, we will continue to deliver me as I trust in him. Come on. There's a continuation of your deliverances. There's a continuation of your victory. Because our destiny is not, hallelujah, uh, limited to one victory. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Somebody said, oh, I had a great victory oh, 10 years back. No, no, no. I great healing 10 years back. Praise God for that. But that's not your portion. Today, now is the day hallelujah now the victory i release it over your life you name it it's yours especially financial victories i release it over your life family victories i release it over your life in the name of jesus oh lord ministry victories hallelujah victory by the blood of jesus achievements good name good name bible says a good name is even better than anointing ointment what's the use of having a bad name with anointing the devil is against our names the devil is against to tarnish hallelujah anointed people's name hallelujah I rebuke that spirit hallelujah because those are a portion hallelujah a good name is a portion the lord said i will make your name great it's a blessing of abraham and belonging to see jesus christ and all those who are in that seat that blessing is ours hallelujah the bible says his name and fame spread throughout hallelujah when he came out of the wilderness the testing and the temptation the bible says his name and fame spread hallelujah praise the lord he did not have to give an advertisement anointed people's name will spread hallelujah there is a spreading that's coming up there's a mimshak anointing that's going to spread into the into the city a good name hallelujah pray for your business for your work for our church for our ministry oh that's right i i sense a god is releasing a hallelujah praise god a name over our church our ministry is going to spread into the city in the name of jesus hallelujah if you believe it if you are happy about it lift your hands and say thank you jesus hallelujah to god be the glory then there are relationships the portion relationship with jesus psalm 16 says hallelujah you are my portion that's our greatest portion hallelujah then he said my lot is secure hallelujah so jesus there's a relationship i have with jesus which is non-negotiable if i live i live for jesus hallelujah if if i if i die and that's what the will of god is i live hallelujah, i die for jesus hallelujah But if the will is to be to be caught up, I will live till Jesus comes back. Hallelujah. The last enemy that will defeat is death. Hallelujah. Praise God. I know all of you die for Jesus. Some of you say, I pass, I die for Jesus. But I'm asking you, will you live for Jesus? Relationship with others. There are relationships God has given us supernaturally. Don't mess up with it. It's a portion. The devil is hallelujah praise the lord against your portion so then the bible says he defended his portion it looked little it looked like a lentil field it looked like a patch but he defended that patch come on somebody look at two people and say defend your patch amen number two what we understand from there is there is an adversary the bible says the enemy came against them philistines came against them now you have to understand shama is also shamaga most bible scholars believe he was the shamaga spoken in judges chapter 3 who fought with an ox god and defeated 600 philistines soldiers so he's the same man who is spoken here 
All that he had was a stick with a pointed uh, 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 end and he defeated, hallelujah, the enemy, the Bible says, hallelujah, praise the Lord, hallelujah. Always when the enemy comes, don't look at what you don't have, look at what you have, hallelujah. He saw what he has, hallelujah, praise the Lord, blessed be the name of the Lord. And the Bible says the enemy came against. We have an adversary. Who is an adversary? The adversary is a person or is the devil himself who is opposite, who is against everything that you are doing, who is opposite to everything that you are, who is against everything that God wants you to do. Either he's the devil or he's the devil sent people who take the form of the people who is inspired by the devil, who is filled with the schemes of the devil. Who is filled with the traps of the devil. Who is connected to the wicked schemes of the enemy. That's an adversary. Tonight we have victory over the adversary. In the name of Jesus. How many of you believe that? Pray in the spirit for some time. Rampa, Shanda, Bronte, Master, Ebos, Ketebra, Labadi, Os, Ketebra. We have victory over every adversary in the name of Jesus. We give you praise and we give you glory and we give you honor. In the name of Jesus. Come on somebody. Lift your hands and establish through praise your victory. Oh, Rabada. Enemies be still. In the name of Jesus. The enemy that we see yesterday, we will not see today. The mountains that we saw yesterday, we will not see. We command the adversary mountain to leave our way in the name of the Lord. Jesus' name. Out of the way. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I decree it now in the name of the Lord. I command the mountains that is standing against the church to leave in the name of the Lord. Against the families of God in the name of the Lord. Against the servants of God and their families in the name of Jesus. Leave in the name of Jesus. Every mountain that is coming against our generations. Against our church. Against our fruitfulness. Leave. Command it to go in the name of Jesus. Every mountain of pride I command it to leave in the name of Jesus. We give you praise and glory in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I want to tell you something before I get into the word. Hallelujah. The Lord told me in the year Uzziah died, Isaiah saw the glory. If you receive this word with humility, if you are Uzziah, your pride in you die. Hallelujah. If you receive this word with humility, not with pride, not with an Uzziah in your heart. Hallelujah. But with humility in your heart, you will see the glory of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You will see the glory of God. You will see the manifested anointing of God. You will see the manifested power of God over your life in the name of Jesus. So there is the devil. He's an adversary. He's against your inheritance. The Bible says Shama was left alone. The devil would have told him. Hallelujah. Hey, you are alone. I'll defeat you. But he did not run away. Hallelujah. The Bible says, Hallelujah. He could have gotten stressed out. He could have gotten scared. At the end of the day, Hallelujah. He could have thought, Hallelujah. What am I doing alone? He could have run away with the rest of them. But he did not run. Because he was a soldier for Jesus Christ. He was a soldier. Hallelujah. The rest of the troop fled. Because they were peasants. But he, Shama was a soldier. Amen. Come on somebody. Hallelujah. This is not the time to quit. This is a time in your life. Hallelujah. 
It's not the time to say it's the end of the day. It's the end of the life. It's my end. It's not the day to say that. It's a day to say victory is mine in Jesus. Hallelujah. Bible says because Tassama did not quit, God gave him a great victory. Hallelujah. I am asking you. I am asking you to enter into that life of great victory. Victorious life. You will be the one who will be standing. Hallelujah. He did not run away. He could have said, I would ah, rather have another field. I would leave this patch, pea patch, this lentil patch. And I would go and look for another patch where there is not much battle. He did not say that. He guarded that patch. You know why? Because he knew today patch. Tomorrow they will get into the land. Third day, they will, the enemy will get into his house. The fourth day enemy will get into the country. The fifth day enemy will get into the kingdom. And the sixth day the enemy will chop up the king's head. He knew if I would give a little inch, hallelujah, the enemy will, hallelujah, march into my territory. The enemy will launch the attack from my patch. How many of you will say, I will not let go of my patch. I will not, hallelujah, let go of my little. I will not let go of my church. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Some of you say, Pastor, we have a small church, but let me tell you, let's guard that patch. If we guard that patch, if you guard that patch, God will give you great victory. Come on, somebody. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Great victories are won in little patches. Oh, yeah, yeah. Victory by the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Jesus had a little patch of 12 people. Hallelujah. All the hallelujah. Praise God. Thousands and thousands of people, the five thousands and the five thousands of the people who, hallelujah, ate the bread and ate the manna and drank the cup and everybody left, hallelujah. There remained only 12 and in that only 11 and when it was in the distressing time, only three, he won victories in little patches, hallelujah. Come on somebody, it was the 12 he brought the it was 12 who brought the world upside down don't allow the enemy to belittle us in our little patches hallelujah the lord opened my eyes this morning while i was praying and the lord said it was 153 fish that peter caught and it was 153 that declared the glory of god 153 that broke the cycle hallelujah it was the little 153 broke the cycle in Peter's life it is in the little that's certain when when we stand in our little and guard that little Peter did not say oh this is 153 no he knew 153 God given is more powerful than 153 come on somebody tonight let us stand in what God has given whether it's 153 let us stand together as a mighty army let us guard our little patch for great victory is going to come great revival is going to start great revival is going to be revealed from this little patch in the name of Jesus hallelujah we are soldiers of Jesus Christ I encourage you this morning evening in the name of the Lord he did not run away from the little he knew there is an adversary because God never said you won't have an enemy always no God never said God is giving you the grace to overcome it and defend it God wants you to take the ownership of it 
he took a stand for it hallelujah praise the lord in the center of the field he took the ownership come on somebody own your family life own your financial life own your church own the ministry god has given you come on it is not the time to hallelujah play it's the time to pray and take ownership in the name of the lord let your eyes be open this evening hallelujah praise the lord don't blame and don't question other people if you are in a blame game if you have a blaming mind i command that mind to be free in the name of jesus I command that battle to cease a blaming mind will not take you anywhere hallelujah are you here church number three why the enemy attacked him number one few reasons why the enemy came to attack number one we are not on enemy side enemy attacks us because we are not on his side we are different if you are like everybody else he will leave you he will not come after you you are different look at somebody and say we are different I am different if it was anybody who was in our place they would have gone mad we are different we don't go mad we have a sound mind still we are sober still we are drunk with new wine and we are still sober we are sober than the world we are sober than some of you sitting and watching hallelujah number one he attacks you because you are not on the devil's side number two because you are producing results you are raising up crops even it is a little patch there are crops coming there are people saved come on somebody that's why the enemy enemy knows the potential enemy knows your potential enemy knows that you are a crop bearing result oriented man i want you to be a result oriented person i want you to think result oriented in the name of jesus hallelujah praise the lord in malayalam we have a saying manga ulla marathile kallareethullu only on a tree that grows mangoes the children will cast away the stones cast the stones amen hallelujah why is the devil throwing stones because there are mangoes on your tree come on somebody there is fruit on your tree hallelujah i always used to say why does the enemy comes to steal because there is hallelujah enemy does not come and steal in an empty house because there are gold chains because there are plenty of cash because he knows there is something that is hallelujah precious inside that house that's why he's coming to steal the devil comes to steal because there is your precious there is some precious things god has put inside of you he wants to steal that lift your hands and say precious hallelujah he wants to attack you because when you try to do something new when you trying to do something new for the lord whether it is spiritually emotionally financially the devil wants to attack you because he does not want you to do it i heard a story pastor said he said there was a man of god in fort kochi who was targeted by the press of that place and he said they heard that he's going to do a great convention there in that city so they said if you ever dare to conduct a convention we will make your name bad in the next day press next day newspaper we will tarnish your name 
first it was communicated to his peers peer got scared and waited for a senior pastor to come and once a pastor came he said pastor this is what the journalist called me and said he said what's the journalist number give it to me so they gave the peer gave the journalist number and he called the journalist and said did you call me because i heard that you wanted to speak to me and he said the same thing he said if you hold that convention we'll tarnish your name don't dare to come into that ground he said if you want to tarnish you tarnish man i don't care you want to tarnish tarnish try doing it he said next day you'll die the price guy got little upset and scared said why are you men of god speaking like this he said when i was drunk in addiction to drugs and when i was doing all sort of nonsense you did not want to put it in the press now because i'm preaching the gospel you want to put it he said i dare you to put it in come on somebody devil does not dare you you dare the devil hallelujah come on somebody hallelujah you are the one who is going to produce results let not the devil hallelujah praise the lord quiet in you let not the devil hallelujah negotiate with you let not the devil tire you let not the devil hallelujah put you down let not the devil talk you out let not the devil come against you greater is he that is in you that he that is in the world hallelujah why does the enemy attack you because your success is a threat hallelujah because you know people don't want to succeed you know only the people you know when you succeed when you bring another family to the lord you know when you succeed it will remind other people of their failures they feel diminished when you succeed that's why the people who don't celebrate you the people who are watchers who come to watch you monitor you see how church is doing it's not come with the right spirit they don't come to celebrate it they're just coming to watch to see whether you are doing well that's a binding spirit i rebuke those monitoring spirits in the name of jesus to get out don't come to monitor the church it's a jealous spirit it's a backslidden spirit hallelujah so we will progress we will succeed hallelujah we will spread in the name of jesus hallelujah amen because other people wants them us to be in their level they don't want you to progress they wants always to be in their level knowing two scriptures spending 5 minutes in prayer no no that's not our level our level is not that our level is to bring the devil on his knees our level is to pray through till we see the rain our level is to defeat the enemy that comes in hallelujah praise the lord hallelujah will not give an inch to the devil our enemy is to defeat him hallelujah till he flees that's our level our level is moving into the anointing our level hallelujah is to pray till the nations are open our level is different number 4 because your success will encourage other people to trust in god why does the enemy defeat you because a woman who touched the lord with the hem of the garment the bible says as soon as she touched and got well hallelujah next day onwards everybody started touching his hem of the garment and was made well the moment you succeed it will encourage other people to stand tall it will encourage other people see just imagine 
Shama having a farm of lentils. It will make other people to start new businesses. Other people are Shama. Who would have thought Shama alone can have a farm of his own? And the Bible says, what is the secret behind him? And said, there is a God, Jehovah, Jairah. There is a name that is above every other name. He's saying his name is Jesus. He's saying, hallelujah, that name and he called his lentils patch became a farm. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. And the devil does not want that. Some of you are going to own farms in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He is our source. Hallelujah. Amen. Because when we try to do something first in our lives, hallelujah. The, when we try to serve the Lord first in your family, when you try to do a first time business, when you're trying to do a first time, hallelujah, any kind of things, hallelujah, praise the Lord. The Lord will, the devil would try to come against it. We might be a first time church trying to reach out to the millionaire generation. Hallelujah. The millionaires who are fashion oriented and world oriented, still thirsty for God, but nobody wants them. But we want them. We want them. The millionaires are we are about to catch. Hallelujah. The so-called the nonsense generation is going to come to the church. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Jesus sat with the sinners. He drunk. The Bible says he was a drunkard. Why? Because he sat with the sinner. Come on somebody. Let's not be too spiritual that we can't win souls. Come on. First time. Anything that you try to pioneer will always be attacked. We need to pioneer to reach a generation. Are you willing to join the army? Are you willing to enlist your name? Are you willing to stand tall? Are you going to pray through? Are you going to remove the casual attitude of coming to church? Are you going to stand with the man of God? Are you going to start with the Lord? glory of Jesus Christ are you going to walk in the anointing that God has placed on you inside of you come on somebody the Bible says he attacked he stood and because of that God gave a big victory God will give you a victory bottom line hallelujah God will give you a victory it's the bottom line. Whatever the devil says is not the bottom line. The bottom line is thanks be to God through Jesus Christ. That's the bottom line. Who always at all times everywhere leads us in triumph. That's our bottom line. Why people do not defend their portion? Number one, discouragement. Because of the attacks and the criticism and the belittling and the less support system that they get. Hallelujah. And the continuous pressure on the people of God and the, and the men of God the continuous harassment and the continuous hallelujah attitude of the people where they come to receive and not to give and the non-appreciative lack of consistency hallelujah it can destroy a child of God it can destroy a man of God and it can discourage them but I like David who said I encouraged Shammah encouraged himself in the presence of the Lord 
Oh, you need to put your, hallelujah. If you have a table, you need to put your hand there. But nobody, he was alone. He encouraged himself in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Amen. He would have been criticized. See, sometimes we think, why am I going through what I'm going through? Somebody who is next to me don't have this problem. They don't seem to be everything in their life going smooth. Why am I going through what I'm going through? I have to fight for everything. Why am I have to? I've asked the Lord. Why do I have to fight for everything? But let me tell you, people outside, the life that they, the you see, are all pretense. The lot of people who are walking in pretension. Inside they are going crazy. I know millionaires, hallelujah, who are addicted to many things. But in the makeups of the society, they look calm and composed. That's drama. Sometimes when you're going through a problem, why me, Lord? Why me? Don't get discouraged. Bible says, endure for over the night, for joy comes in the morning. I sense for somebody that your night season are going to get over. This word is going to take you out of your night season in the name of Jesus to your morning season. Say, morning is coming. Say, morning is coming. Say, morning is coming. Sun will rise over you in the name of Jesus. Why the enemy attacks you? Diverted focus. They're divided in focus. Sometimes preaching to a same congregation become boring. Hallelujah. Glory to God. As a pastor, sometimes you have to see the same people every week. For some of you, seeing the same husband's face and the same, same wife's face, boys, some of you have become boring. The same house, the same bed, the same faces. Now you are looking for another face. Diverted focus. The enemy will attack you. Hallelujah. Amen. You have become, you have lost your excitement in what God has placed you in. You have lost your excitement in your own spouse. Come on. You have lost your own excitement in your own church where God has planted you. Let the excitement come back. Open your heart. Put your hand in your belly and say, let the excitement come back. Let me not look outside what God has given me. Let me not, hallelujah, oh, look for a tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Let me enjoy freely of that which is given to me. Come on, somebody. Other spirit of the world will make you go after things God has not given you. But the spirit of God, the Bible says, will cause you to enjoy what God has given you. Freely. The temptation is always to go after that which God has not given you. Somebody else's wife, God has not given you. Somebody else's ministry, God has not given you. Take what's yours. In Jesus' name. Number four, a diminished passion and a diminished interest. You start taking things for granted. When you go into ministry, we go unprepared. Now ministry has become granted. Some of us it has become like that. Ministry has become granted. We don't pray anymore before the ministry. We pray for five minutes and come for ministry. No, 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 no. That's not in my genes. That's not in what pastor has taught me. I discourage myself to do that. Hallelujah. Let us not do that. My pastor has taught me something. 
as I've seen him over years consistently that God is hallelujah faithful that is even if you minister to two people or two thousand people or two lakhs people prepare the same way hallelujah let us never get diminished in our passion diminished for Jesus Christ number four you disdain your calling and the gifts God has given you you put yourself down and you compare yourself with somebody else no look at your giftings in Philemon chapter 1 verse 6 what God has put inside of you are you with me church hallelujah lift your hands first out two minutes as you lift your hands and pray let me have a glass of water come on somebody lift your hands and pray hallelujah blessed be the name of the Lord hallelujah blessed be the name of the Lord you disdain you disdain the value what value God has put on you the value you disdain the value what God has given you maybe your husband your wife you disdain the value what God has given you the church the pastor some people have lost the hallelujah value that once you had for your pastor and that's why the annoying thing will not flow in a way it should flow to you come on somebody why he received victory Hallelujah. the Bible says Shama fought Shama defeated Shama fought Shama defeated God got the glory hallelujah God gave a victory because Shama fought Shama stood Shama defended God gave him a great victory come on somebody are you willing to fight for your faith hallelujah and God will get the glory when you take the ownership of the challenge he will fight the battle in his name you fight the battle in the name of Jesus and you hallelujah will receive a great victory and God will get the glory come on take the ownership of what God has given you number two he positioned himself the Bible says he he acknowledged position himself he acknowledged his inheritance are you acknowledging your inheritance my blessing my marriage my business my ministry my church don't say your church let me never hear from your mouth your church pastor your church your music ministry your preaching we are doing it together it's our preaching our church you are part of it our ministry our vision come on somebody get this thing in your heart don't blame somebody for your problem because it's your field he fought because it was his field his ministry his future acknowledge the inheritance God has given you position yourself nobody can take care of you the way you can take care of yourself so don't blame somebody else take care of your life take care of your spiritual self Paul said in his word to Timothy he said take care of yourself because that will take that will save yourself and somebody else hallelujah Number three, the Bible says he defended. Defenses first. First you protect, then you attack. You cannot attack if you don't know how to protect. Oh, come on somebody. Learn to protect your heart. Learn to protect your life. Learn to protect your field. 
your field where God has given you. Learn to protect your church. Learn to protect your marriage. Learn to protect your family. Learn to protect your pastor. Learn to protect your children. And when you attack, God will give you victory. Oh, yeah, yeah. Learn to protect your parents. Come on, somebody. We give you praise. If you are taking this word, I decree from the presence of God a great victory over your life. In the name of Jesus. 1 Peter chapter 5 says, Resist him in faith and he will flee. Submit to God's word. Submit to the word. Resist him and then he will flee. Don't flee. Don't give up. Don't run away. Resist him. Stand up in faith and he will flee. He said, my church I will build and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Resist him. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So this morning, I wanted to also say four characteristics of this man. Four characteristics of the mighty men of David. One of the mightiest men of David. In 2 Samuel chapter 23 verse 11 and the 12. These people are called the real Rambos of David's army. <laughs> Hallelujah. The real Rambos. The mighty men. Shemegar. Hallelujah. Who fought with an ox god. With a farming instrument. Isn't it amazing? That he got victory through a farming instrument. Just imagine. I was looking at a clip. And I was seeing a patch. Where the Philistine army coming. And I was looking at one man. Jumping over the entire army. Where they left entire. Rest of the army flood. Rest of the peasants flood. This man. Standing alone. Facing. Hallelujah. Minimum 600 people coming against him. Hallelujah. With an ox goat. According to Judges 3. Isn't it amazing? It's just a farming instrument with the pointed nails. That will propel the, the ox to move forward. That's all that it can do. But with that farming instrument, he fought with the professionals and won. Come on somebody. A farmer, because he's a soldier's heart, he fought with professional soldiers and won. Hallelujah. You might be looking into the world. You see professionals on one side. Hallelujah. Anointed on the other side. Let me tell you. Hallelujah. The anointing can defeat the professionals. For the glory of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Shama one. And four qualities. That was important from Shama's life. Number one. Integrity. Number two. I just touched. Focus. Supernatural focus. Number three. Perseverance. Number four. Thanksgiving. Malayalam Nishkalangada Kendriyerikya Stirol Sabam Nandi Tolala Four qualities Unlike the Pisans who ran away He stood In the middle Like a soldier because he understood Warfare We're coming to spiritual warfare We have to understand we are not fighting against flesh and blood but it's the principalities, authorities, powers, the dominions, darkness. If your Bible says, if men can tire you, how will you fight with horses? Come on. <laughs> if men can stress you down, how will you do when you're fighting against with the devil himself? 
he stood for an ordinary patch he did not look like they were defending it but he stood because he understood that was a strategic place for the enemy spiritual warfare because he knew that if he would give that place that was chosen by the philistine because it was a highly strategic patch this pea patch could make the philistine make their headquarters and can launch the attack from that pea patch he understood that come on somebody come on somebody i hope you're getting something hallelujah it it would have looked worthless for the risk that he's taking to defend it but he said i know what the devil is up to hallelujah i know hallelujah how he's going to conduct the operations i know what he's trying to do i know the attack that he's trying to do so he stood tall he stood tall he said i'm not going to leave my small space i'm not going to allow these philistines to come and touch how many of you will do that come on someone what is integrity integrity in the old testament speaks of uprightness standing straight hallelujah it speaks about the entireness entirely there not some of you entirely there entireness the unbroken state the state that is unbroken is together a togetherness come on let our church not be unbroken be a togetherness entireness that's a brightness and the new testament the word uses is purity sincerity and truth hallelujah the truth of god's word the truth about ourselves the truth about the church the truth about the second coming the integrity knowing this truth and holding on to this truth it's god's called consider that integrity a bright man entire man is entirely there together holding it together come on what was his integrity his integrity was able to guarding and being careful about the small things in life like he took care of the big things how many of you hallelujah will be careful in taking care of the small things as in big things don't wait for let me get a big ministry and then let me careful let me have hallelujah let everybody start seeing me then i'll start praying for the ministry don't be like that that's not integrity integrity is the entirety even in small things that was the secret of zerubbabel he did not despise the small beginnings the bible says it was the secret of job the lord looked at the job and said look at my servant job who is walk who is an upright man who is a man who fears the lord and who walks in integrity ah oh, yeah yeah look at the secret of job i'm telling you spiritual warfare the secret of job when you see the high priest in the old testament urim and thummim the bible speaks about urim and thummim what was inside the breastplate of the high priest where he consulted god and he received information and that tumim is the same word as integrity the root word of integrity comes from the word tumim which means receiving counsel from god and integrity is interconnected hallelujah if you are entirely there if you have a heart of integrity you will receive counsel from god 
God will speak to you. He'll trust you. That was the secret of Job. That's what he was upset when God did not speak to him. That's the only reason when you walk through the Bible, the only reason is that he's not able to hear the Lord's voice. He's looking at the right, he's looking at the left, he's looking at the right, back, forward. He's not seeing the Lord's voice. Because that was his secret. Hallelujah. Whether it's your church or you're part of a music ministry, you're part of a preaching ministry, the little thing, are you guarding it? Or your little family, your finances, are you guarding it by tithing? Your pastor, relationship with your pastor, your parents, are you guarding it? Not through pretension, but with your being entirely there. With your integrity, with your uprightness, with your purest of pure motives. God sees it. Hallelujah. Look at this. Psalmist prayer in Psalm 26 and verse 1. The Bible says, Vindicate me for I walked in integrity. Psalmist is saying, Vindicate me for I walked in integrity. Hallelujah. God will vindicate you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I walk with a pure heart. Give me justice. Give me. Lord is going to vindicate some of you because you have walked into integrity. Hallelujah. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Lift your hands and say, Lord, Rabba Shata Barade. Give me a heart of integrity. Rabba Shata Raboshitere Barabba Shata Raboshitere Brade. Hallelujah. Shama was an experienced warrior. Shama knew if he compromised that small field, the soon enemy would be kicking at his front door. He knew it. He was an experienced soldier. Don't give the small patch. Your small patch, like I said, your portions. If you don't defend it, it's an entry to your front door. Ay, ay, ay. Come on, somebody. Come on. I hope you're understanding spiritual warfare. Are you getting this? Are you getting this? This is spiritual warfare. Spiritual people will understand it. It's foolishness to the natural man, but to spiritual. I'm speaking spiritual terms. Hallelujah. And he was fiercely determined that he would not give one inch to the enemy. My friend, if we have to have victories, we have to be careful to protect the smallest. Hallelujah. Pea patches in our lives. It's important. The devil knows that he's not going to get foothold in places we are vigilant. He is looking for places we are compromised. Brother, hallelujah. He knows he might know that we are vigilant in family, but he knows that we are compromised in finances. He knows that we are vigilant in ministry, but he knows that we are compromised in family. He knows that we are vigilant in everything else, but we are compromised in character. Where you're compromised, that pea patch. Is what he's trying to attack. There is an old saying instead of getting close to the cliff of sin without falling over the edge, we should seek to avoid it. So instead of getting close to the cliff of sin without thinking how I will not fall, move away from that cliff. 
മലയാളം അറ്റത്ത് പോയിട്ട് വീഴല്ലേ എന്ന് പറയും പാവത്തിന്റെ അറ്റത്ത് പോയിട്ട് വീഴല്ലേ എന്ന് പറയുന്നതല്ല കോംപ്രമൈസ് വൺസ്ലോണിയൻ to avoid everything with as the appearance of evil oh, oh oh you are getting the spiritual warfare anything that has appearance of evil seek avoid it we are jumping into evil <laughs> and expecting the lord to take care of it come on somebody there are consequences of it repent for the lord is good and get out of it hallelujah so the rather than asking how much compromise is too much we should constantly live the resurrected life a life a standard that is hallelujah spoken about us and he said we are seated with jesus in the heavenly place that's our standard where everything else is under our feet sin sickness shame poverty under our feet susan a wesley said to her young children i like it if you would judge of the lawfulness and unlawfulness of pleasure then take this simple rule i hope you're getting this if you would judge of the lawfulness or the unlawfulness of pleasure take this simple rule whatever weakens your reason impairs the tenderness of your conscience obscures your sense of god and takes off the relish of spiritual things this to you is sin wow 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 i meditated on it i read it again and again she says whatever weakens your reason impairs the tenderness of your conscience obscures your sense of god and takes off the relish the taste of spiritual things then to you is sin that to you is sin that to you is sin if you have these standards you will not give a pea patch a lentil patch to the enemy the enemy comes to attack not in the place where you are diligent but it's the place the pea patches where you compromise that's why the lord says solomon said in song of songs 215 it is the little foxes that spoil the vines little foxes the little sins the little pea patches that you allow to be compromised the holiness your mouth your talking your gossip your judgmental attitude your dishonor these are pea patches the enemy use he figures out you have to learn to defend it we should be telling the devil we are not willing to compromise because in that compromised area listen to me number 3 in this compromised area he will establish a stronghold to take over our life he launch an attack from there this imagine a young couple who got married so much of in love so much of in love that maybe some people got sick of their love and years later they are hating each other to the point that they want to divorce now because somewhere along the pea patch they did not know they compromised hallelujah 
they compromised how did they come to that extreme because one pea patch at a time the devil took one after another hallelujah one dishonor one non-submission one disrespectful word one uh, unhealthy call with a uh, opposite sex without each other's knowledge one night out with a uh, 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 dinner out with somebody they became a one night stand little foxes spoil the wines a little bit of dishonesty a little bit of disrespect a little bit of hurtful word a transgression unforgiven and not soon a root of bitterness will flow and the enemy will succeed and will establish the stronghold whether it is family whether it are relationships I've seen this again and again tonight may your life be free may your eyes be opened may you become spiritual to discern and shut out the evil everything the appearance of evil in Jesus mighty and precious name and the church said Amen because we need to have integrity because God's voice is connected to integrity the counsel of the Lord hallelujah connected to integrity the integrity attracts God's counsel look at let's certain scriptures about integrity hallelujah Psalm 101 verse 2 Patrick can you read loudly I will behave wisely in a perfect way oh but will you come to me I will walk within my house with a perfect heart I will walk within my house with a heart of integrity is the right word perfect heart or the heart of integrity I will walk in my house in your house in your own house in your whether it's your house or in the house whichever house in the family of God the house of God walk with integrity because the Bible says he will draw to you hallelujah is that what we read hallelujah amen number two Psalm 78 and the 72nd verse Lena, can you read holding your mic He shepherded them with the integrity. You want to be in ministry? You want to be a pastor? You have to have integrity. Let me tell you, anybody good, God using as a mighty man, raising up people. Hallelujah. They're doing it with integrity. Because God trusts sheep with a shepherd. Hallelujah. Number three, Job chapter four, verse six. Is not your reverence, your confidence, and the integrity of your ways, your hope? integrity of your ways your hope job is in the book of job it's written which means integrity in trying times is your hope in trying times being entirely there with pure motives with a pride heart bible says hope in it proverbs 10 and the verse 9 lena two things he who walks in integrity walks securely there's protection there nobody can mess around with her isn't it amazing God allowed everything of the job to be touched not him because he was a man of integrity hallelujah he was secure and because he walked with integrity and because God allowed the devil to attack God had to give him double 
Come on. God has to give him double. When you walk in integrity, God has to give you double. Come on, somebody. I hope you're getting something out of this. And the Bible says opposite to his perversity. Opposite to integrity is perversity. The Bible says in Proverbs 10.9. He said, I'm not walking with a perverse spirit. What happens if you walk without integrity in a perverse spirit? Isaiah chapter 19 and the 14th verse. The Lord has mingled a perverse spirit in our midst. And they have caused Egypt to err in all our work. As a drunken man staggers in his vomit. Amen. This is speaking about God releasing a perverse spirit in the midst of Egypt. But perversity came, or came. When you choose perversity, when you mingle yourself, this is speaking about what God did about against Egypt, not God did do against his children. But when you choose perversity, you are choosing Egypt's portion, enemy's portion, which is err, uh, you will start erring in your life, you will start erring in your business, you start erring in everything else, erring in your work. You will earn in your discernment. You will earn in your decisions for your future, for your family, for your children. Hallelujah. I pray the spirit of perversity and the earth that is caused by it to be uprooted from your family, from your life, from your heart, from your mind, from your energy, from your decision, from your discernment. I command in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth to be uprooted now and I will be destroyed by fire. In Jesus name and the church said amen 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 look at Proverbs chapter 19 verse 1 one who's perverse in his lips integrity flows through our speech you cannot you can listen a discerning man can listen to somebody's speech and know whether he is walking in a heart of integrity. You'll know the integrity man by the way he speak. Now this is this is powerful. Proverbs 27. This is this is some going to bless you. I, I love this word. The righteous man walks in ah, his integrity. The righteous man walks in his integrity. Ah yeah, 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 yeah. The children are blessed after him. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Your generations are blessed because you walk in integrity. Proverbs 28 and the sixth verse. Yeah, integrity greater than riches. If you have integrity, God can trust you and use your riches for the glory of God. But if you have only riches, no use. Proverbs 2 and the 7th verse. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk uprightly. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity. I like the passion translation or the message translation says, He is your personal bodyguard who walks in integrity. Ah, yeah, yeah. Come on, somebody. He is your personal bodyguard. Lift your hands and say, The Lord is my personal bodyguard. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Write it down. Declare it. The Lord is my personal bodyguard. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. And a couple more scriptures. Proverbs, Psalms chapter 25 and verse 21. 
let integrity and uprightness preserve me we are in a season of preservation we are an anointing of preservation a teaching of preservation we are following and the bible is saying let integrity and uprightness preserve me it will preserve you in dark times it will preserve you in perverse spirits it will from the perverse spirits it will preserve you among the perverse people it will keep you from the spirit of the world come on somebody hallelujah let integrity preserve you may god's grace causes you to have a heart of integrity this evening in the name of jesus receive it say i receive it and the last word Psalm 7 and the 9th verse Oh let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end but establish the just for the righteous God tests the hearts and minds establish the one who walks in integrity the just you know why when you walk in integrity wickedness will come to an end praise god this evening every wicked spirit every wickedness that is working against you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth agreement with my brothers and sisters let it come to an end in the name of Jesus oh, if you believe it lift your hands and give a shout of praise and shout of victory hallelujah 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 you bind the prince you bind the king hey Oh, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Victory by the blood of Jesus. Isn't it amazing when you read about Urum and Thumim? God's, when you see the breastplate of judgment, it is called on the high priest's heart. And the Bible says the 12 stones of Israel were engraved on those, his heart, which means that God's people are in his heart. Hallelujah. Isn't it amazing? in his hands hallelujah is innocent incense incense which prayer of the saints but in his heart is us so look at jesus the high priest in heaven we are on his heart in his hand is our prayers we can boldly the bible says approach the throne of grace with boldness we can find mercy and of grace of help in the time of need hallelujah amen and then the bible says inside of the priestly garment which nobody can see is Urim and Tumim where the informations came hallelujah amen this was prophetic words that came that released for discernment for the needs of the people hallelujah praise God it's coming from the inside information you will never see the high priest without these breastplate without these stones and urim and tumin because uh, high priest has information now the bible says we who are partakers of his divine nature is a royal priesthood and today hallelujah praise god the same holy spirit is residing inside of us and when we pray and worship the lord with integrity when we worship the Lord with an upright heart you know what happens when worship goes up God's will come down ah yeah come on hallelujah we don't want only one thing we want both it's not good to have only worship going on and the will not receive we want two-way communication 
we are a royal priesthood there is discernment in the inside god will allow you to know the discernment flowing when you worship the discernment will flow out hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord we need upload and download we want the mystery that cannot be understood hallelujah as we minister from the inside we want the mystery to come to the outside hallelujah what is the use of worshiping and not know the will of god that's why i said bring your entirety to the lord that's uprightness that's integrity hallelujah that's what shama had oh one scripture how much you can learn out of it that's what shama had integrity he immediately downloaded what god's will is number 2 second characteristic he had focus the bible says he stationed himself are you tired are you tired guys are you enjoying this yeah. the bible says he stationed himself in the middle of the field this is not strategically the best place to be if you know strategically or if you know warfare natural warfare you said it would have been better to be in the corner of the field on the fringes of the field why is he in the middle of the field the bible says he was focused he was not in one of the corners or the fringes hallelujah but he was in the middle of the field hallelujah we are called to be in a particular field we have to know what is our field we need to know what god has called us and we should not be distracted from our field the greatest enemy of our times is a spirit of distraction we are going after fields that were not given to us we are going after battles that are stay that god has not stationed us and we are losing battles that we should be winning hallelujah he did not lost his focus to the fringes of the field sometimes we are drifted to other fields drifted to the fringes of the field what's happening in the other field come on what's happening in other church and what's happening in other music world and we are not focusing on the giftings and the enormous talents that god has placed in us come on somebody focus look at two people and say focus hallelujah amen whenever god has called us god always wanted us to be stationed and focused in the place in the field god has called us if you want to do the will of god having a resolve in your heart to be in the middle of the field to which god has called remain focused without allowing the enemy to distract you with with somebody did not laugh at me somebody did not smile at me pastor did not pick up my call come on hallelujah you need a pastor who is on prayer who is standing in the middle of the field standing hallelujah without any distraction without any stress praying and interceding and praising and worshiping for you that's what we're going to give you victory i don't know whether you have seen spanish bullfights the spanish bullfights the bulls that have never seen a human suddenly released into a big arena and never seen people or never seen the big arena never seen the shout that suddenly is released into the huge big arena and he looks angry and confused 
and then have looked for a target to attack, to take on his anger. And suddenly he sees in the middle of the arena a matador. A matador is a person, a bullfighter whose task is to kill the bull. He sees a matador, a skinny matador wearing a red cape or holding a red cape and suddenly he gets excited. We are like this bull. We have a target, a red cape, a specific target to attack. But what happens to these wild animals? They're not domesticated. Bulls are wild animals. They're about thousand, thousand pounds, killing machines. Hallelujah. And the bullfighter is skinny. But what is the number one weapon of the bullfighter? Distraction. When the matador, when the bull comes closer and closer, and the just when the bull is about to hit the target, another man comes, take a knife and puncture him, and he start bleeding the bull. Puncture him not to kill him, but to really cause pain. And suddenly this bull will forget the target, forget the matador, and run against this man. And in another direction, another man come and puncture him. Then the bull goes against that man. Then another man comes and punches him. So he is folk lost his focus. Hallelujah. He's distracted. He's going after people which are not his targets and he gets tired. He gets injured. The more he gets distracted, he becomes to bleed. He becomes to lose his energy. That's it. what's happening to us. Going after hurts, unforgiveness, people who doesn't matter, fights that is not ours, forgetting our heavenly calling, forgetting the dreams and the visions once we had, forgetting the first love, forgetting the authority and anointing, hallelujah, going after and getting bleed, hallelujah, getting punctured and bleeding for things, hallelujah, we should not have been bleeding, losing all our energy and when it comes to strike the ram, I saw a video which made me take my eyes off, that is a matador <laughs> getting this bull close to him after all the puncture that he had the bull is so tired look a thousand pound bull is so tired and looking like Samson looking like a tired Samson performing and I saw this bull tearing up and while the bull was tearing up the matador took his knife and killed him that's what the devil will do he is not going to be upset because you are crying because of the battles that you had that's exactly what he wanted he will even allow you to cry but when you lose your focus hallelujah he will make sure that every strength of yours is gone and finally he will give you the final blow that's what happens when you folk lose your focus tonight God is healing you Tonight, God is energizing you through the anointing that is flowing from this word to defend your portion again and to rise above the bulls and the rise above the bullfighter and finish him, finish the devil in Jesus' name. But if he can stay focused, he can get the target. Hallelujah. But if the bull is going from one target to another, it's racing against time. We don't have time. We are racing again. Every time we are going after things that does not matter to us, we are losing our time. 
we are losing our ministry we are weakening ourselves we are becoming strong slower and we are becoming dizzy and hallelujah finally a collapse is going to come out of exhaustion and that's not our portion that's not what god has called us to be that's the moment of the matadors where he'll finish but if the bull stands oh yeah yeah thousand pound bull stands and stares at the matador come on hallelujah how many matadors have lost life because of a focus bull hallelujah through the holy spirit we are effective to live fruitful and effective to live effectual lives as christians amen it's not actually not hard if we learn to focus the devil is not matched to the spirit of god that's residing inside of us that's why bible says greater is in him in us the here that is in the world hallelujah bible does say greater is in him greater is him is a greater is us who is the spirit of god hallelujah but the bullfighter secret weapon is always distraction if the devil can't stop us he will try to de- derail us from our original focus because we are racing against time and ourselves time is taking us out time will make us bleed if we don't focus the time the time is that that's what he said distraction will make us bleed and make us exhausted and by the time we are about to fight that's why james chapter 4 james chapter 4 verse 14 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What's our life? It's little time God has given us. Not enough hours to do everything that we have to do if we are going to fight with other people and lose our this thing. So important to choose your battles wisely. Don't get distracted. Don't sacrifice what is best for something good. Come on. May God's best be your portion in Jesus name. Look at 1 Corinthians 9:24. Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. Amen. He sets his eyes on the finishing line. Hallelujah. Run in such a way, go with all your might. Hallelujah. To le- even hallelujah, praise God. Whatever God has called you Go with all your might. Even it means to lay down our own life for that. It doesn't matter if that's the will of God. Hallelujah! But the price, Amen. One man of God, somebody, one man of God said somebody has written vicious lies about him in the newspaper, and the rumors, and 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 his friend, who was jealous for his reputation, a good friend said, who was jealous for his reputation said, why don't you respond to these? Uh, 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 rumors when do you respond when do you give like tit for tat he said lord told me man of god said lord told me i'm a harvest worker and don't stop the cart combine harvester to catch mice cart combine harvester is a big harvest machine that takes the harvest we are in a harvest moment and don't stop the harvest moment to catch this small mice come on somebody this morning hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord hallelujah there are a lot of good battles you can go and fight 
and David would love you to go and fight every one of them that if that is what is your mice that's what that would distract you I pray that hallelujah you will not be robbed from your harvest in the name of Jesus hallelujah because the devil has a plan to make you ineffective and unfruitful and let us not be distracted let's ignore him and let's stand in the middle for the glory of Jesus Christ thank you Jesus number three perseverance Bible says Shama made a stand not just a few steps made him retreat he made a stand he made a stand the Lord gave him the Bible says great victory because he took a stand after discovering our promises after discovering sometimes we discover of uh, through prophecies and prophetic moments and through fasting and praying the will of God but after the Bible says you have done everything to stand now stand firm with the belt of truth buckle around your waist stand firm just because you discovered it's not the time to retreat and to be faint-hearted oh hallelujah when you think you are burning with the battles that's not the time to retreat but to show the heart of the battle that's just trying to stand with a strong heart the problem with most people soldiers they don't endure hardship when it's time to stand they retreat and leave they give up fast Bible says after done everything to stand there's no shortcuts there is no micro oven Christianity you can be extremely gifted but without perseverance you will have very little impact come on somebody come on somebody that word perseverance means persevere two words persevere per means through per then severe through severe battles we press on without quitting that's perseverance you will see another mighty man of good David in 2 Samuel chapter 23 9 called Eliezer the Bible says Eliezer fought a long battle and he became so weary but his hand got so frozen to the sword that God gave him a great victory oh yeah yeah some of us might be so tired holding on to that promise but I pray tonight let that word let that sword let the Bible hallelujah be frozen into your hand even you are weary just hold the Bible hold the promises and tonight the Lord will give you a great victory for the glory of God yeah 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 I feel the glory oh get into the glory zone Thank you, Jesus. Say five minutes, hallelujah. Pray in the Holy Spirit. Say Ramba, Shanda, Grata, Bolste, Brete. Lambrados, Perente, Leskereba. Oh, let everything weaken you. Leave in the name of me. Say, I'm strong. Hallelujah. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Ramba, Shanda, Ramantora, Manasia. Lambrados, Telembretesia, Pratala. Victory by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. We give you praise. When it comes to fulfilling the promise, see winning, perseverance is important, it's imperative, not an option. They did not let go of their shoulders or shields or swords. If we stop fighting, the enemy will kill us. If you let go of a killing, you will never see the purpose of God fulfilled. If you let go of your calling, you will never see the purpose of God fulfilled so what are you going to do now stand firm some of you have been in a financial battle some have been betrayed 
some of you have been abandoned some of you have been rejected still stand strong what will you do stand strong and not let go don't question obey God keep the word of God his response was to stand strong even it meant to give his life and the Bible says God gave him a great victory hallelujah I pray that when Jesus comes back a second time he will see us having the sword in our hand rather than watching television hallelujah and movie he will see a sword in our hand fighting the battle hallelujah standing in the field hallelujah like Winston Churchill said never give up never give up never retreat never surrender for the glory of Jesus Christ because Shama knew his victory was not just about himself his victory mattered to his children to his grandchildren to his generation your victory does not just matter to you your victory matter hallelujah to a way lot more people than you think hallelujah that's why we need to fight fight for our brethren fight for our church fight for the Lord fight for the body of Christ fight in intercession fight in love sometimes you have to be in love while you're fighting you still have to be in love come on somebody Jesus fought yet he flowed in love oh hallelujah and number four Shama had a thankful heart he was able to do all things because he was thankful for the little little patch God give him Thanksgiving will protect what God has for you it will make you outstanding among your peers he was called the mighty man of David I want you to read a scripture from Hebrews chapter 11 verses 35 35 to 37 hallelujah well I will read it Bible says what more can I say was 32 onwards time is too short for me to tell about Gideon Barak Samson Jephthah David Samuel and the prophets whom by faith conquered kingdoms administered justice obtained promise shut the mouths of the lions quenched the raging of the fire escaped the edge of the sword gained strength in weakness became mighty in battle and put foreign foreign armies to flight by faith they conquered kingdoms David and his mighty men amidst people accusing finding faults with them they pressed on they had a thankful heart and because in the midst of that they had a thankful heart they became vessels of honor because they had a thankful heart shepherd boys became kings ordinary people became mighty men of David hallelujah because they had a thankful heart God gave them a faith that conquered and subdued kingdoms ah yeah yeah come on somebody God released a faith that subdued kingdoms today when you have a thankful heart he will deposit a faith that will conquer kingdoms in the name of Jesus because Shama was willing to hold on to his pea patch God gave him a great victory. Defend your portion today and God will give you a great gift. God will give you a great victory. Father, in Jesus' name, I release it now over everyone who is watching. Let there be that portion. In Jesus' name, Amen, Amen, Amen. Let's close our eyes in prayer.